Welcome to the Amy Rushworth Show. I'm your host, Amy. I'm so glad you're here. I'm an empowerment and sexual wellness coach, breathwork teacher, podcaster, course creator, badass bitch, and a globally recognized thought leader on empowerment. And I'm here to help you if you're ready to fuck off the rules and create a life of unashamed, unapologetic pleasure and deep, deep confidence. I have a burning passion for the taboo and naughty areas of womanhood that we're not supposed to talk about, such as sexual wellness, bold self-expression, defying social expectations, and so much more. The topics that we're typically taught to shut up about or be ashamed of are the conversations I live for, and those are the kind of juicy, soulful chats that are going down on this show. My intention is for you to step into your most outrageously free, unapologetically expressed version of you. So if that sounds like a vibe, let's fucking go. Are you ready? Beautiful human, welcome to the show, to this episode. I'm so honored and grateful that you're here and I hope you're feeling really true to you today. I hope you're loving yourself. I hope you're taking care of yourself. I hope you're being kind to yourself. I hope you're indulging in some pleasure today, some self-care, some self-kindness, whatever it may be, but I hope you are putting yourself first today and maybe listening to this podcast is that first step for you of putting your learning, your evolution, your consciousness, your pleasure first. So hello and welcome. So let's dive right in with a question that I have for you. You can close your eyes and really feel into this question in your body or you maybe want to write it down in your journal, your phone, to think about, to massage the question for a little bit beyond this podcast. But the question is, what would open up in your life if you had a more open, relaxed, trusting, powerful relationship with pleasure and with your sensuality? What would open up for you if you had a more powerful relationship with pleasure and sensuality? How would it feel? How would you walk into the room? How would you walk onto that Zoom call, that phone call, that business meeting, that date? How would you feel shining your light in the presence of other women? And it's a really great question to think about, to massage a little, like I said, because in so many ways, I know that so many women dim themselves down, numb themselves out, bury their pleasure, bury their desires, bury their desire to shine, to radiate, to be beautiful, to be sexual, to be spiritual, to be bold, because they're afraid of being too much. They're afraid of feeling too much. And pleasure and sex and sensuality feel scary because our society has painted these things as really taboo, as wrong, as sinful, as shameful. When really pleasure is so natural, so innocent, your desires, your erotic nature, these energetics are at the core of life itself. We're all here because of sex. 
you know, except for our beautiful IVF babies, right? But we're all here because of sexual energy, through sexual union, through sexual fluids, through sexual relating and intimacy, because sex is at the root of life. So to deny pleasure, to deny sensuality, to deny sexuality is to deny in some ways the fullness of life, to deny your full aliveness as a woman, as a feminine being, as a human being. So I would love you to lean into this question and start to ask yourself, what would change if I started to embrace my pleasure a little bit more? What might I do? What might I change in my life? What shifts am I willing to make or to be open to, to allow more overflowing ecstasy, pleasure, sensation, power in my life, in my body? And maybe it could just be slowing down and really tasting your food. You know, sensuality and sexuality aren't the same thing. They play together and they dance together, they tango together for sure. And sensuality is a part of sexuality. But sensuality doesn't have to be about sex or self-pleasure or yoni eggs or yoni ones. (laughs) Sensuality is about being in your senses and letting your senses come alive getting in touch with your senses, getting in touch with your smell, with your taste, touch, sight, sound. And a lot of the reason why we can't experience the fullness of our pleasure, or why some women feel more disconnected to their pleasure, to their sexual nature, is because there's a disconnect in their sensual nature. At some point, in their lives or through generational trauma that has been passed down woman to woman, we've learned to disconnect from certain senses because it wasn't safe to fully go there. There was too much trauma, there was too much pain or too much wounding and so it was easier to disconnect a little bit or a lot. So you can start by just connecting to your senses if you like, taking time to slow down and really smell the roses, to apply your lotion in a loving way, to massage your breasts in the shower, to smell and taste and love your coffee every morning. Maybe you dance and move your hips a little bit as you taste it and swallow it. So we can start there. And if you want to go much deeper than that, If you haven't heard my signature pleasure, sensuality and healing course, Pleasure Empress is enrolling at the moment. It's live. We actually start next week. Depending when you're listening to this, we start on September 27th. It's the year 2021. (laughs) And we have almost 40 women enrolled already, which I'm so ecstatic and excited about. And In Pleasure Empress, we go so much deeper into this. We really give you a lot of practices, a lot of support, a lot of coaching, a lot of embodiment rituals to help you to tap into this pleasure and this wholeness 
and this liberation of your body and your sensuality. So if you want to join us, I'm leaving the links in the show notes for you. I would love, love, love to have you. And if this episode really sparks something for you, if it feels really alive for you, if the wisdom in this episode really speaks to a part of your heart, your soul or your body, then I encourage you to come check out Pleasure Empress because the body always knows, but it's usually the mind that talks us out of things because of things like not enough time, not enough money, not enough anything, you know, not enough confidence, whatever it is. So I'm inviting you to trust your body if you're feeling the call to come join us. Now, diving even deeper into how to embrace more pleasure, I want to share with you a few different principles, revelations, beliefs that I've personally used in my pleasure journey that I've used with hundreds of clients around the world that are really profound and not super complicated. So you'll probably want to take notes if you're listening to this on your phone, maybe you can type them in your phone notes or you've got your journal or just listen really openly and intently and take what you need. So one of the really big ways of embracing more pleasure is by learning how to create safety in your body. So safety is different to comfort, right? And safety means different things to each of us. Sometimes I think we think that safety or our unconscious thinks that safety is what's familiar, but that can lead to different distortions and maybe different imbalances because what's familiar isn't always what's totally safe or what's totally good for us. For example, I've worked with a lot of women who have been in patterns of dating men who are not particularly healthy for them, but they keep being attracted to the same person. And they're curious. They're like, why do I keep going for the same kind of person, even though I know this pattern and it just keeps repeating itself, right? So usually what is beneath this pattern is a part of our inner landscape or an aspect to our inner child that sees this particular dynamic as familiar, And so it clutches to that. It goes for that because it's like, oh, well, this is familiar. So therefore this is safe. But even though it's familiar, it's not necessarily the most healthy thing. And it's not necessarily the true meaning of what safety would mean for that person, especially because these women that I've worked with have a conscious desire for something else. But it's like the unconscious is leading them back into this pattern, trying to get safety. So in a way, the unconscious and the, you know, unconscious self is really intelligent, right? It's trying to help. It's trying to get you safety. But we want to use our personal development, our awareness, our consciousness, our tools to redefine what safety really is. And hopefully align it with what we deem as being healthy because you know we all deserve to have healthy relationships we all deserve to have healthy friendships healthy partnerships healthy sex lives healthy dynamics with whoever we're relating to or with we all deserve that you deserve that so 
feeling safe in your body and really getting clear on what that safety, that true healthy safety is, is a huge piece of feeling centrally open and a huge piece of being receptive to more pleasure and more prosperity. We can learn a lot about our money consciousness and our wealth receptivity, our wealth consciousness through how we relate to pleasure. And so I often myself look at how there are parallels between these two worlds. So where am I rushing my pleasure? Where am I rushing my self-pleasure? And then I'll ask myself, am I doing that with money or with achievement at the moment? And usually there's like a complete mirror image thing going on. Maybe you felt the same or maybe you've never asked the question, but you're hearing it now and you're like, oh my goodness, me too. Wherever you're at, just let it be perfect. Never let the awareness or these things make you feel shitty about yourself. Don't be ashamed of it, but go, wow, look at this information or look at this new insight that I'm having. And how can I use this information or this awareness or this new wisdom to create even more safety, love, abundance, and healthy self-honoring for me? And so one of the best ways that I have created a deeper, healthier sense of safety at the level of body, not just the level of mind, but the level of body, has been through somatic practices, body-based practices, but especially rebirthing breathwork. Now, if you haven't heard me talking about rebirthing breathwork, either you're new to my audience or you've been living under a rock because I talk about it literally all the time. Sometimes I'm like, oh my goodness, these people are sick of hearing about it. But it is just so profound and changed my life in so many ways. And it was especially helpful for me in my healing journey from PTSD and healing from sexual abuse and some of the knock-on ripple effects and consequences that that was having in my life, in my confidence, in my self-expression, my throat chakra, that was a really big one. Rebirthing breathwork really, really helped me with that. And it's actually the reason why I ended up training and rebirthing breathwork myself and why I offer it inside of my membership, Orgasmic Ascension, and we also do breathwork ceremonies every single week inside of Pleasure Empress for this reason, because it's a really, really deep way to heal, much, much deeper than any of the therapy or coaching that I ever had. Those things were helpful, but they were helpful for me consciously understanding trauma, wounding, limiting beliefs, scarcity, you know, consciously understanding like, oh, okay, yeah, that's why I do that. But for the much deeper patterns, the patterns where I was like, I don't know why this is happening or I don't know why this blockage is here or I don't know why I'm experiencing this condition in my body. Rebirthing really allowed me to get deeper into those unconscious things and unconscious memories and unconscious stickiness that I never ever would have been able to get to through talking, through therapy, through these top-down approaches. And it allows you to have a really powerful release also. It's why the sessions get kind of crazy. It's almost like going to another dimension and 
you feel the things physically really strongly in your body, you release really strongly, you might cry, you might have a really strong visceral or emotional or spiritual experience. I've also seen my angels and my younger self and people in my life and my guides and I saw Jesus once in a rebirthing session. Uh, So it's really powerful to take us into a really strange but healing and very impactful realm of our inner work and of our pleasure. And one of the big things and one of the big reasons why I'm mentioning it in this episode is because I personally was really disconnected from my body for quite a long time and particularly disconnected from my genitals, from my yoni, from my womb, uh, from my clitoris, from my breasts, like all of these parts of myself, because as some of you know, and some of you might not know, I went through sexual abuse as a child and I completely disassociated as my trauma response. So my trauma response was complete disassociation and a bit of fawning and I forgot. I erased it uh, from my conscious awareness that that had happened to me. And I went about my life and I had a relationship with the person who was involved. And when I was 25, these memories re-emerged. So this is only five years ago. These memories re-emerged for me. And I had to go through this healing journey of you know, navigating the flashbacks and suddenly feeling a ton of things in my body that I'd been previously completely numb and disassociated to. And so as you can imagine, like going from completely not feeling my body at all and my first pleasure or sexual experience being one of abuse and violation to then suddenly feeling everything, having flashbacks that were very physical, very visceral, And suddenly feeling all of these energies in my body that were really confusing, feeling my body was not really a safe thing. It didn't really feel very safe to feel because I went from feeling nothing to feeling everything and even feeling things that I didn't want to feel. So rebirthing breathwork for me, more so than other modalities of breathwork that are more popular, really helped me to reconnect to my body in a safer way, to feel my inner power because you really get in touch with your own inner power in a breathwork session because you meet all your resistance (laughs) and you meet all your feelings and you stay courageous and determined and you let go. And it really allowed me to have a safe space to be vulnerable Because despite everything that had happened to me and all the trauma and the PTSD and the things that I was releasing in the flashbacks, I was always someone who on the outside would remain very strong and I would hold people in their vulnerability and I would listen and I would have so much empathy and compassion for other people, but I could never quite get to that place where I felt safe being vulnerable with others. And so rebirthing breath work was so powerful for me because it gave me this space where I could have my eyes shut just with a practitioner and I could feel all of the things that I had been afraid to feel in a safe container and I could finally let it go not just with my mind not just like oh yeah I forgive this I'm mentally okay but I could let it go from the deepest parts of my being And it also helped me to release a lot of trauma around 
my mother's pregnancy with me and my conception and my birth. Because what a lot of people don't realize is there are these imprints that get passed down to us from womb to womb to womb. When our grandma is pregnant with our mother, the cell that creates us is also there. The egg, the egg that we came from is also present. So that's like three generations of women in one body, in one womb. And you don't have to go back very far in your feminine lineage to find some kind of oppression or some kind of trauma in the feminine or some kind of terrible things that have happened to your feminine ancestors because, you know, it's not been very long that women have been treated with respect or given the same kinds of rights that we have today, had the same kind of safety that we have. It's pretty new. So we all carry different imprints inside of our bodies from our feminine ancestors, but also through our birth experience. So if you were born in a traumatic way, this imprints into your awareness and into your body and your nervous system. And what a lot of people don't realize, I mean, a lot of people don't know any of this, is that this can influence our templates for pleasure, for intimacy, right? So rebirthing breathwork is an amazing way to create more pleasure, more safety, more healing. And it's why we do it in Pleasure Empress, because it's allowing you to actually integrate a really deep transformation of the rituals and the work rather than just understanding things in a class with your mind. It's a body-based healing initiation and going to just beat, beat my own horn and say, I don't think that there's anything else like this program out there in the industry. So in Pleasure Empress, we really teach you how to get in touch with your body, not only through the breath work, but we do a lot of body-based practices, breast massage, yoni diamoring, mirror work, looking at yourself in the mirror, so many things in addition to the breath work. Now, using pleasure to get what you want sounds kind of manipulative, right? <laughs> a lot of the time, sex can be associated with manipulation for women. Either women feel like they've been manipulated by men or the masculine so used for sex or ghosted after sex, or that men only want one thing. Who's heard that? Men only want one thing. Or the opposite way around, where women use sexuality as a tool or as armor or as a manipulation to get what they want, right? And this makes sense, right? Because, you know, a lot of women don't have the same rights as men, even now. And in a way, it's kind of like that was the playing card, wasn't it? It's like you didn't get that many playing cards and you're going to use your card to try and get what you want or to try get safety. And sex could be one of those cards or it was that card for a lot of women. Now, that card and playing it could be withholding your sexuality and coming across as quote unquote, a good, pure woman, you know, the concept of virginity that society has perpetuated or the opposite of using sex to sell, using sex to get a certain reaction, to get a certain level of validation. And now none of this is wrong, but when I talk about 
embracing more pleasure to get what you want, I'm not talking about this kind of manipulation. I'm talking about embracing and harnessing your pleasure and your sensual energy and your sexual energy as a way to get what you want by being confident, by being self-liberated, by being self-leading. Now, one of the beautiful benefits of diving into sensuality work and prioritizing your pleasure and really getting in touch with your body is that it helps you to better regulate your nervous system. Right? So it helps you in terms of like you've heard of fight or flight, right? Where you get stressed and then you're like, ah, and either you go into like hyper arousal or hypo arousal, you get super triggered and flustered or you just feel depressed and you disassociate and can't feel anything. When these things happen, we've gone outside of what we call the window of tolerance. So you've got a certain window of tolerance that feels kind of normal and comfortable for your nervous system. And then various things can make us go outside that window of tolerance. Like when we get triggered, or we feel unsafe. Something unsafe is supposedly happening around us. So by getting in touch with your body through something really beautiful and really sexy and really positive like self-pleasure, we are actually training our nervous system, yes, to feel more sensation, but also learning how to regulate our sensations, learning how to expand our window of tolerance so that it's broader, so that it takes, you know, a lot of crazy shit happening outside of you to basically rock your boat. That's the way I'm going to say it. And pleasure teaches us that. Self-pleasure teaches us that too, because we're enjoying this experience and we're navigating this experience for ourselves rather than getting it from someone else or outside of ourselves. And so the reason this allows you to get more of what you want in your life is because life is full of twists and turns. It's not always a straight road to getting what you want or to being successful, especially if you've got big, wild dreams. You're going to come up against different sticky things and (laughs) challenges and maybe people who are jealous of you or money things coming up. Like there's going to be so many things in life that come up no matter what. And so your ability to regulate your nervous system, to know what your body is telling you, being able to meet your inner needs, being able to soothe yourself when you feel a little bit activated, all of that is going to help you to get what you want because you're not going to be completely messed up every single time something happens. It's going to be a quicker bounce back for you and it's going to be easier for you to quickly feel things and really properly feel things and then keep rising, keep going for what you want, keep doing the things. And this is different to just pushing through or disassociating or bearing your feelings. Pleasure actually teaches you how to integrate this, how to balance this. So to find the balance between feeling it versus feeding it. So feeling the emotion without feeding the story. Feeling the emotion without feeding the limiting beliefs. And pleasure, sensuality work, breath work, these things teach you how to find this juicy integrative balance so that you can still feel your stuff, but keep ascending, keep expanding, keep doing the things you want. Being able to walk in a room, even when you know that you might be judged and be like, it doesn't matter because I like myself. 
you know, it doesn't matter because I choose myself. I put myself first. Pleasure teaches us this. And pleasure also teaches us boundaries. Understanding your yes. Understanding your no. Tuning into your yoni or your body and understanding like, am I ready for this? Do I want to say yes to this? We can learn this through things like self-pleasure and then that trickles out or ripples out into our life when we need to say no or we need to tune in and go, do I really want to say yes to this person? And not just in the bedroom, but in business, in the boardroom, in your relationships, at work, wherever it is. And so pleasure allows you to get more of what you want for that reason But also because when you are overflowing with pleasure, generally speaking, you're a really great person to be around, (laughs) right? When you're deeply satisfied, when you are meeting your own needs, when you are fulfilling your desires, when you are prioritizing your pleasure, you're sending out a signal to the world, to the universe, but also to yourself that you matter and that you weren't just put on this earth or born to just exist and survive, you're here to thrive. You're here to receive. You're here to enjoy. You're here to love yourself. You're here to have orgasms and big dreams and comfort and pleasure and pinch me moments and ecstasy and all of those things. And so something as simple as prioritizing pleasure as a way of being prioritizing a self-pleasure practice when it would be easier to just do something else because you've got a ton of things to do. Every single time you do that, you send this little radio signal out to the world, but most importantly to you, that you matter because you do and you're worthy. And you're worthy of being unapologetically pleasured. You're worthy of feeling whole. You're worthy of being liberated as fuck. You're worthy of walking through the world with sensual self-confidence and knowing that you are the shit because you are. (laughs) You are the shit. You are amazing. It's not arrogant. It's truth. You are a divine child of this universe. You incarnated here for a reason. And it's a disservice to the rest of the world for you to neglect yourself or for you to be undernourished or for you to not give yourself the pleasure that you're worthy of receiving. You're actually a better person who can pour more love into other people when you love yourself first, when you have practices or moments for yourself where you get to fill your own cup so that you can pour from the overflow and you can pour generously from the overflow rather than giving but feeling bitter inside or giving and feeling depleted inside. They have different energies. So this episode is a short and a sweet one, but if you loved it, let me know. Drop me a DM on Instagram. Come and join us in Pleasure Empress. There's a few more days to sign up. We start on Monday, September 27th. It's going to be seven weeks of the deepest healing you'll ever do. The most amazing sisterhood women who are all just being brave. They're probably all scared absolutely shitless. (laughs) I know that I was when I started this work, but yeah, none of them are going to regret it and you won't regret it if you come. You're in great hands. We have amazing guest experts as well. We have so many pre-recorded 
beautiful workshops and rituals from people like Rosie Reese, Eleanor Hadley. Uh, we have Phoebe Greenacre in there. Oh my goodness, I like forget all the experts that are in there. Asti Marie has an orgasm masterclass in there. There's a full list of all the different pleasure tools. There's so many practices in there. And then we have live calls and live breathwork ceremonies every week. So you really get so much beautiful support and love and care and connection and all the things. And we have two live guest experts as well. Danelle Barbara, who is the founder of Cervical Wellness, and she's helped hundreds of women to heal abnormal pap smears holistically. She did that herself as well. She is the priestess of all things cervix, and she'll be sharing about how we can tap deeper into our intuition through reclaiming our cervix, because a lot of women have pain in their cervix or disconnection, and this is really a sacred temple and a sacred portal to our deepest inner knowing, to our dreams, to our inner voice. And we also have guest expert Meg O, Meg O'Sullivan, who is hosting a Sacred Slut Masterclass. And the way she describes this is that you get to be a sexy slut and a homemaker. (laughs) They're not incongruent. They can go together. You get to be it all. You get to be both. You get to be whatever you want. So I'm so excited to have Meg joining us live as well. I'll leave the link in the show notes. Drop me any questions you have on Instagram if this is calling to you. I'm sending you so much love. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you so soon on Instagram or in another episode. Lots of love to you, babe. Have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope this episode ignited you, expanded you and enriched your heart, your mind, your life in some way. If it did, reach out on Instagram. My handle is this is Amy Rushworth, or you can head over to my website for all my courses, retreats, and magical offerings at amyrushworth.com. If the show feels like a vibe for you, make sure you subscribe. And if you have 60 seconds to rate and review, or even to just share the show with a friend, I would be so, so, so grateful. And it helps more amazing, beautiful people like you to discover this show and to improve their lives for the better. Stay tuned for the next episode. And until then, I'm sending you strength, grace, ferocious courage, and a friendly reminder to always love yourself fiercely and to go out there and live your most unapologetic life.